Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, here with my co-host Donna Lee. That's right. Mystery is your correct and actual name. We have to remind people over and over. That's right. That's right. Google you. I'm a board-certified urologist. Uh, we uh, This show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialist, the urology specialist group that we started 13 years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, we wouldn't be here uh, as a practice without wonderful referring primary care doctors. That's right. They mean everything. They mean everything. Like mm-hmm. I kiss. I, it, it's very funny in medical school. Mm-hmm. You know, when you were like the powerful, gonna be a surgeon. You know, and mm-hmm. they were like the people that were like gonna go into some other fields. You know, maybe you weren't like the nicest person. And then, <laughs> and then, and then later on, you go through all this training, mm-hmm. and you end up having to kiss a lot a of primary lot care of butts. person's butts. Got to make up. Got to make up for it. I can gotta, see that. That's right. That's right. Well, so, we like being kissed any way we can get it. That's in right. anybody that's part. That's right. <laughs> and that is the voice of my guest today, Dr. George Ann Freeman, the downtown doctor. Dr. Freeman, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. You're welcome. Some of you that listen to the show regularly uh, may recognize Dr. Freeman's voice uh, when Dr. Freeman and Donna did a segment. And that actually hurt my feelings a little bit. Oh, you know, because we got more downloads. It really got a lot of downloads. <laughs> You're welcome. It's now the Donna Lee Show. Oh, He's no. Dr. Freeman. She's, she's, she's taking over. Get you some. I know. I know. <laughs> Dr. Freeman, uh, you were one of the very first people that I visited when I was in town to try to garner business. Just so amazed with what you've put together. You're known as the downtown doctor. In some and, circles. And and, uh, <laughs> and and really at a time when downtown was just like starting and burgeoning. Mm-hmm. And what foresight uh, you had in putting that, that practice together. But what really impresses me is that you've kept it small. I think that in this world of like this corporate medicine, you know, where everybody's going to bigger and bigger and bigger, the personalized care is getting lost, right? For sure it is. Thanks for bringing that up. I will continue to provide excellent care and spend time with my patients in our cute, small clinic as long as I can. I can always do something differently if I need to. I can go to a concierge model. I can charge people membership fees. But it feels really good to know that I can provide excellent care, do things what I consider the right way, and let people use their insurance. And as long as I can do that, that's what we're going to do. You know keep what? it local. She's and keeping it local. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Solo doctor yeah, needs all the she's help. like the farmer's market of that's right. Primary care. You know, <laughs> oh, we're I the, like that. Right. We're Organic, second, <laughs> local, heirloom. We're, we're the second biggest urology group in mm-hmm. town, you know, and I feel like because we're second biggest, we're given a little bit more latitude, how we've organized ourselves, how we go recruit for patients and what kind of care we provide. So I totally see what the value of not being super big and super corporate is. And in primary care, I feel like in the past, people had a very close relationship with their primary care doctor. You knew who you were going to go see. That person took care of your dad. This, But I think a lot of that's being lost today. It is. And I think one of the the reasons I, I do this and I do such a good job is that I was a National Health Service Corps scholar. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like the Peace Corps where I served in a rural 
under medically underserved area, I chose the Ozark Mountains. Wow. Um, if you've ever seen the Netflix show Ozark, right. uh, we can have a like long that? conversation about <laughs> all the things that they really got yeah. right in that show. Oh, oh wow. Um, money laundering. <laughs> uh, money laundering, no. I don't, I don't um, remember too many doctors in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So I spent eight years being a, a country doctor where there were no specialists for hundreds of miles. So I got to be a real traditional classic. From birth to death. From birth to death, mm-hmm. the psychiatrist, I was the pulmonologist, I was the urologist, I was the cardiologist. Wow. Uh, I, I did uh, vasectomies in the office. Yes. I mean, this well, was this was a training that you had in which you delivered babies. And I delivered babies. You know? I had a nursing home practice. I took care of my patients in the ICU. And how fascinating wow. is it that, like, all the training that you've received in all these different fields, and you come to this point, which maybe the patients out there feel like, well maybe that person doesn't know anything because they know a little bit of everything. And so how unfair of a, of a label that would be because a family practitioner, a general practitioner, a primary care provider is somebody you should really rely on to keep your medical health history, to make sure you're going to the right specialists, to make sure that you need all the things that you're taking, reducing medicine load, reducing side effects. I mean, you're, you're really their health boss. Health checking boss. their immunizations because once you're over... Really, 16 or 17, your mama ain't following that for you <laughs> anymore. So I tell them, I'm your mama now. I'll be <laughs> letting you know when you need a shot. <laughs> I, need, I need my tetanus booster, if that's okay with you. Um, yeah. And so um, a lot of patients come to me. I think that I do a really good job taking care of them. And they ask me for yeah. recommendations on a primary care provider. Just as you're trying to advise people on who to pick for primary care what are some of the things that you'd like to that you'd like people to know about what makes you special and what they should be looking for in their primary care provider? So I love my relationships with doctors like you. Um, I'm close with Dr. Stacy Ong as well. I have relationships with different specialists around town, and I vet them. I know who the good specialists right. are because uh, you're sending your patients to them directly, mm-hmm. so you have to trust them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you get a good referral if you need a specialist when you come to, to us. We love giving this old-fashioned service to patients, getting to know them. Uh, I've had the clinic now going on 10 years. So I have patients I've known from childhood who've graduated from high school, people who I met in high school who are now having their second kid, things like that. When we know someone and we've gone through life-changing events with them, some of which maybe were medical, some some not, maybe a little bit of both, then when they have urgent care needs, we're there for them as well. So people establish with us, we're their primary care care and then they get cut and they need stitches or they have a broken bone they can come in urinary tract infections more than a few urinary tract infections they come see dr mystery because <laughs> that's that's his jam the plumbing <laughs> you, you bring up a really important point which is that um especially in this era now in which you may not even know which doctor you're going to see the next time you go in to see the doctor at the big clinic you know that that and you could be seeing maybe, you know, not even a physician anymore. You could be, you, you may not have any idea. So you may think that it's not as important to have that relationship with your provider. So then when you do have a problem, like you think you sprained your ankle or broke a bone, you just kind of go to the nearest place that seems to make the most sense. But people are going to have to redo your health history. And even if you're healthy, wouldn't it be nice if somebody knew you did break your leg and it was in your record? You know, like yeah. some kind of consistency. So I feel like the smaller primary care place, 
maybe just because it's after my own heart, the idea of a smaller, kind of more personable kind of place is, is, is really important. So when people are looking to establish a primary care relationship, how can they make that relationship better and make it easier uh, for you? I would say like a lot of things, the more you per- put into it, the, the more you're going to get out of it. I love it when people show up with a list Mm-hmm. Written down. Like, Written like, down. Like I thought about what I was going to talk about today. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. You know, I always wanted to ask somebody about this boil on my ass. Like, is it a boil? <laughs> um, could somebody, could a medical doctor look Some, at it and tell check me? That out. Let's check that out. <laughs> I don't, I, I feel like one eye is smaller than the other. Like, things that people wonder about. Like, go, go ahead and write it all down. Uh, <laughs> Primary care, we want to we want to delve into absolutely everything. I am the only doctor at the practice. I have a PA who's lovely, Laura Meters, and sometimes people will establish care with Lori. They may never even meet me, so she has her own practice. But it's it's the two of us providers in there together. If something gets complicated, of course she calls me in to help, and um, I ask her for for advice and recommendations sometimes as well. But yeah, I think I think coming in prepared, make a list. We're we're actually the doctor who wants to look at your list, and we want we want to go over everything. We probably won't address everything on your list at that first visit. That's okay, but we can direct you. You've had erectile dysfunction for all these many years. Viagra didn't work. I'm just going to go ahead and do the referral to Doctor Mystery, okay? And just just like you know, from that list, we can help get pared down you know, the, help pared down. The, the list the list is really important i actually take the list from yeah. their hands because i can get through it a little quicker if i can read it myself <laughs> um, and, and, and i like it when they bring in their their research from the internet i know just like you do yeah. because you know if they can't come to us with these questions mm-hmm. then, then, then 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 you know what are we here for right yeah. i mean we don't want people really trying to educate themselves and you're just such a wonderful teacher, and I can't really thank you enough for joining us today on the show and for being such a wonderful health partner for us. What's your website? Thanks so much. Our website is freemanmedicalclinic.com. That will also get you to the IV website um, for our IV hydration services, which is the hippohydrate.com. They are connected and they're run under the same roof. Mm, we need well, to sign awesome. up. Yeah. Signing up right now. Very good. Tell people how to get a hold of us. You can call us during the week at 512-238-0762. Our website is armormenshealth.com, and you can send your questions to us, and we will answer them anonymously to armormenshealth at gmail.com. We'll be right back. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. 